Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self Storage Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Myers, and today's guest on the Self Storage Podcast is Fraser Robison. Now, Fraser has been involved in real estate for the past five and a half years, working his way up from project management to mobile notary to real estate agent, and now owning and operating his own self storage facility portfolio. Now, he found his first self storage facility three years ago while looking on the MLS as a real estate agent, and he partnered with his brother on the deal. And since then, they've gone on to purchase four more facilities in only nine months. Now, last year, they sold two of the facilities for a profitable firm. $1 million, and their current focus is on self-managing the remaining three. Fraser has also been producing content around owning, operating, and investing in self-storage on TikTok, where he has over 380,000 followers, and more recently on YouTube, where he's working to grow to the same number of followers, which will be the focus of this show. So without further ado, Fraser, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Scott. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, my pleasure, Fraser. And at the time of uh, this recording, uh, I see you have uh, your uh, baby Yoda shirt on. So uh, may the fourth uh, be with you as well. <laughs> that was intentional. So I'm glad you got I that. As much. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I, I read everybody um, your, your bio, a little bit of background on yourself. And that's how you and I connected is uh, online. I just saw your following and, you know, it, we began seeing uh, what you were doing out there, how you're networking and, and growing a presence. So, uh, you know, before we get into that, just tell, you know, fill in the gaps. Tell us a little bit about where you've been and how what, what brought you to this point with, with you and your brother creating this portfolio, self-managing it. And then uh, I want to do a little deeper dive into the networking side of the business and uh, how you've been able to grow your presence on, on social media. Awesome. Yeah. So basically, I've been involved in real estate, like you mentioned in the beginning, uh, for the past five, five and a half, six years, uh, somewhere in there. And it started out just, you know, dabbling into it, getting interested. I looked into becoming a loan officer at one point, looking at, at loans and uh, studying that way out and realized I really wanted to focus on being a real estate agent. Uh, so started to work towards that, did some project managing of an apartment complex and a house, which actually was also for my brother. Um, and that helped me to start learning a little bit with contractors and working with them and the construction side of it. And how to get a project from this mess to something that was uh, working again and being able to rent out of tenants and that sort of thing. And that was really interesting to me. I've always been interested in real estate uh, ever since I was a, a kid, teenager. My parents and family moved around about 20 times before I was 19 years old. So I always had the opportunity to see different houses. And that was actually probably the most exciting thing about moving was seeing a different property all the time. So ever since then, I'd always been interested in real estate just didn't realize uh, I was going to dive into it full time as I, until I got older. Um, so that, that's kind of the, that's way, way back and, and jump to the future. Uh, getting involved with real estate. Uh, when I was a real estate agent starting out, I wanted to focus on investors. I felt like that was the best use of my time. That was something that I was interested in, like seeing the flipping properties and then the returning of an investor always needing someone to help them find the next property and deal. And I felt like that would move my real estate business the most. Um, and so I kept doing that. I focused on working with clients that were looking for properties to flip, uh, rental properties, could be apartment complexes, self-storage started to get into the mix in there. And then that's when it segued into finding a self-storage property for myself, realizing this was a good deal, and then partnering with my brother on it. And we just started with our one property, um, started to educate ourselves about self-storage, go to the Las Vegas convention, but, you know, in the middle of our being in contract on the property, trying to learn and taking as much as we can, going on bigger pockets, listening to things. Um, I, I looked at some of your stuff too, Scott, you had good information out there. Um, so taking all that in and then just kind of diving head first into 
the property. And so I took it on as uh, the managing side of it, operating the day to day. And my brother was more on the financing side. How do we, you know, helping raise money and getting investors and that sort of thing all involved. All right. So you got your first one under your belt and then you begin to uh, grow from there and uh, acquire more. But then also in a short amount of time, you decided to uh, exit and uh, take some of your profits off the table a little bit. So uh, you know, walk us through that process and how you came to the decision to sell kind of early on in uh, growing your portfolio. Um, that's a great question. So basically, I, we partner with different people, different investors. And at the time, uh, we, we had five storage facilities. Uh, three of which were in Washington and two which were in Oregon. I'm located in Washington myself. The ones in Oregon uh, were right by each other, pretty much in the same city, but neighboring cities, four minutes apart. And it was about a five hour drive um, to get there. At that point in time in business, um, different partners wanted to do different things. And so there was some separation of ways, all good notes. Um, and so people, we just had to divide things a different way um, and decide how we were going to move forward. So we ended up keeping the Washington ones selling the Oregon ones, and that helped to facilitate um, partner buyouts and and just moving forward in that way and coming back to this basic, uh, it was just my brother and I, again, partnered on these three storage facilities. And now we're at the point where we're, we're actually going to start growing and buying more again. It's not too long after. That's just a real short thing um, of selling and isn't the isn't an exit out of self-storage in and all of itself. Mm -hmm. Well, there's certainly nothing wrong with uh, taking some profits off the table. And then also once you begin to focus, realizing, um, hey, I can do this a little bit closer or where I have more of a presence or even management companies, um, that just makes sense as you as you begin to scale. So um, smart that you recognize and realize that early. So, you know, fast forward now, um, you know, we've seen a lot of your information online. You're putting yourself out there in many, many ways. Tell us a little bit about before we jump into the tools and the places. Uh, tell us the reason. What is the strategy behind your multiple marketing strategy and multiple channels that you're trying to put yourself out on? What What is it that you're looking to gain by getting yourself out there? So there's a couple of reasons that I'm mentioning with TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Uh, a lot of those, it comes back to the base point of me branding myself. Uh, nobody knows who I am unless I put myself out there and I try to you know share who I am. Because really, unless you have an online presence, uh, no one has, has a clue who you are. No, no one really knew who the heck I was, some guy in Washington, until I started posting content. People can get to know me. That's really the only way, unless you're famous, <laughs> right? Something like that. But that's how everyone gets to know people is when you're exposed out there. Um, I take a lot of advice from Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. Uh, he was the one initially got me thinking that way in branding yourself and trying to share who you are. And then his big push was, don't worry about trying to create so much, but document. So I give a lot of credit to, to Gary in that way. And that's where it started initially was, how do I brand myself more? If you go far enough back in my TikToks, you'll notice it wasn't all self-storage. It was uh, a mix of different things. It was real estate. It was some weird, funny video I thought was funny or whatever. And just starting out with, that way and then deciding um, about May, June of last year, just focusing on self-storage. Um, and that's that's where it grew from there. So really, the going back to your question, focusing on branding myself, showing that, and then having a niche around just documenting my process and self-storage. I don't think I know everything, but I think seeing that what I do, my mistakes, maybe the successful things I do can just be a, a good education and also form of entertainment for people as well. So edutainment is how I like to categorize it. Sure. 
Well, we, we obviously have a strategy here as well, and um, we are on multiple channels, and there's different messages that go out different uh, on the different platforms uh, with the intention of, once again, being an influencer, if you will, and, and, and I don't know that that's a fair statement to say because that's kind of a catch-all, but you know, we put information out there uh, for multiple reasons. One, uh, you know, I feel I've been around teaching people forever. You know, we kind of created a lot of this. Um, that a lot of people are following now uh, in terms of other influencers and educators out there. And, and, and the goal was really to make sure that everybody's really kind of at, at a base level so that we're not running into a bunch of folks that are out there tire kicking and throwing out goofy offers and, and driving the prices up and making bad moves that just reflects on all of us in the industry. So that, that's kind of part of it, kind of being the policeman for all folks that are getting into self-storage. But then the other piece, you know, the, the business side in, in terms of benefiting us, you know, if we are seen as an influencer or at least somebody in the know, um, that makes it easier when brokers, sellers, lenders, you know, come, you know, uh, on the internet and they come just searching for us and background on us that they see that, oh yeah, we are the authority in the space. Same thing for our passive investors that are coming along with us, um, just like yourself. You know, they're going to begin to Google you before they begin to invest money with you into a project. And so, you know, we want to control that message and make sure that message is out there so that they, first of all, A, can find us, like you mentioned, but then also that, um, okay, well, it seems to be that he knows what he's talking about and he's got a lot of good comments from, you know, other folks on these different, you know, channels. So, you know, that is a, a little glimpse into one of the reasons why we continue to put and produce content out there. You Know, in between investing and it is a balance um so um but it tiktok is one that um tiktok and youtube seem to get a lot of traction um youtube because of all things how to and, and we find and the search engine and video we know is strong um tiktok the format is just a shorter version of that or shorter format and we we kind of held off um in, in the beginning and now exploring that a little bit further but you know you've got a lot of followers there that you said you know you it, it almost started there and now you want to reach that same growth or you want to see, reach that same number over on youtube of you know 380,000 call it a half a million you know tell us what you've either how you grew it up, up to that many followers on tiktok and then what have you seen as a result of that are you seeing projects are you getting partners that are coming to the table with deals for you or are you getting passive investors that want to come alongside of you you know tell us some of the fruit that that's uh, bearing while you're out there uh, you know on tiktok and some of these other platforms um well, one thing that has opened up is been able to to meet more people uh, face to face, more people that are involved in self storage, just in general, in any sort of facets. Um, having the opportunity to be able to speak to you, other people like Jim Ross, and other people that are in the self storage industry. So that's been a real um, opportunity for me, and I'm grateful for it to be able to meet uh, people that know so much more and have been in the industry so much longer. Um, and so that's one one part of it. Uh, just posting on TikTok and seeing in the comments and seeing people respond, you get a ton of people that are managers um, in the self-storage industry uh, that are maybe owner operators, people that are involved in many different ways and facets in the self-storage industry that will reach out and, um, and go, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Same thing here. And so you kind of just start to build this, um, th this bonding of, yeah, we're all in the same boat here. We understand each other. Uh, so that's been one way. Some people that I've been able to meet, just everybody that's involved in that sort of way. Um, I've been able to reach out to different companies. Recently, I posted a, a video uh, that was sponsored by Storable. Um, and that was a, a neat relationship that I've been building and had the opportunity to get to know people over there at Storable. Uh, for people that don't know what Storable is, that encompasses site link management software, storage, website, um, they do insurance. They have a lot of different products that they use and I use them myself. And so 
I've been using them for years. And so being able to start partnering with them on different things and showing their stuff in my content um, has been an opportunity uh, that I'm grateful for. Um, other things as far as um, the other fruits of it would be, I yes, I have started to meet people that are interested in investing in self-storage uh, with me, uh, whether they're putting money up or whether they are wanting to just partner and sweat equity. Um, and you have a lot of different, I've had multiple different people in that way. And so working on building those relationships and you know, possibly working on projects, haven't partnered with anyone yet. Um, all of it's still fairly new. And so still building relationships, finding those deals and those sorts of things, but that's opening up a lot more. And I've been seeing that more recently too, um, which is, which has been quite interesting and somewhat unexpected, but something that, you know, was a goal um, in the whole process of social media was one thing is you can go to my, my page. And if you want to scroll and just keep watching um, video after video, you can kind of see this resume that I built and you go, Oh yeah, he, he, he is doing it. It's one thing to put in a job application or another resume or just meet somebody and say, yeah, yeah, I do self storage and that Well, show me, or how, how can you prove it? Um, it's my whole resume. My whole life is out there. You can literally see what I'm doing, my processes that I'm creating or doing whatever with tenants, how I've done a property. Uh, most people aren't going to put videos out there that are just complete lies. Uh, um, maybe, maybe they are, but, but you can see the day to day. You can see the process. You can see the difference in the facilities with construction. And so that's been a huge thing is just building resume, uh, being able to meet more and more people in that way. So, mm -hmm. well, and, Another way to, to look at uh, the benefit of this is um, you, you've got enough out there that whether they came to you or you go to them like a storable or any of the other vendors out there or companies that are in the industry to partner with, you know, that uh, the fact that you're you're out there and, and they've seen what you've been doing and the credibility that you have has allowed them to come alongside of you and be able to then sponsor you and, um, you know, be able to create that partnership, that joint venture partnership. And so, you know, anything that goes into that, then along that just does nothing more than add cred credibility to you. It's just like, oh, well, if he's being sponsored by these folks, you know, on this video and wherever that shows up, uh, then all that does is uh, drive more people back to you and build that street cred. Once again, when it comes time to go to lenders, uh, private equity partners, sellers, brokers, you know, when they ask you, have you ever done a deal before? And uh, well, yeah, here's my, and you drive them and you lead them to those places uh, that, that verify that. So um, folks, if you're paying attention out there, um, it's not about just being out there and, um, and doing the edutaining. Um, there is, uh, you know, a strategy that is involved in that, uh, that builds your credibility that does uh, feed the business as well. So, uh, Fraser, tell me how that difference uh, differs then from uh, what you're doing on TikTok to then YouTube, and you're looking to grow that side of the business as well. So, what what is the goal or the strategy on that end as you're looking at YouTube? So, for YouTube, um, I'm starting to get more into it recently and trying to figure out how to post on that because it's a very different platform than TikTok in the ways of what you show. It's not so much as far as like the really quick try to entertain, capture people's attention. Uh, YouTube is a lot more in depth. Um, it seems like there's a lot more um, room to teach on there just because of the longer form videos. So my goal with YouTube is try to post more videos that show even more of the process. It's not just a quick attention uh, entertainment grabber and just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, but you know, if I'm buying a property, showing the real in-depth step-by-step step of here's what I do. And maybe it's a, it's a vlog type thing where I'm going, well, today we did this, da, 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 and then showing it that way. And they can see literally the whole process. They can see the mistakes on a project that, you know, we're making. I, I love to show that 
as much as you get all of the comments in there that are just like, wow, he's an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And I can take any of that because it doesn't really affect me that much. Um, but I'm more ha- excited to put stuff out there because it just normalizes the situation of, I'm not trying to say I know everything. And also it can, it adds a lot of value in my perspective that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know everything, but he learned it and he figured out the problem and that's how he solved it. So I want to show more of that kind of stuff on YouTube, the more in depth um, and just and more ad- advice, uh, education on, on the YouTube part of it. So then tell me, uh, as we uh, kind of shift across the landscape, then tell me how your approach differs when you go to LinkedIn and you begin uh, posting on there and connecting with folks and, and the information you put on LinkedIn versus TikTok and YouTube. I'll, I'll be honest, LinkedIn is really, I'm there, but I, I haven't done much on it. So I don't have it really much of a comment to add on. Here's what I'm going to add on LinkedIn. Um, it would probably be similar things. It may just be here's videos and started out that way. Um, mm-hmm. I'll post my short TikTok videos on YouTube shorts, which is mm-hmm. basically the vertical yep. thing that they're trying out. Mm-hmm. I like TikTok. So I'll still post that stuff on there. I think just the more content, sometimes there, it's just quantity um, in the beginning to just push it out so people know who you are. So they start to watch your content mm-hmm. so you can start to put those things out there. Mm-hmm. So do you have any uh, major goals in mind? I know you'd mentioned, uh, you know, that you want to get to a certain level on, on YouTube, but uh, any other loftier goals in terms of uh, rankings or total amounts of uh, views out there that you set for yourself as you're looking across your entire marketing strategy? Um, you know, I don't have a set amount of views. Obviously, I love uh, when the videos blow up and get mm-hmm. bigger. Um, it's real just <laughs> it's kind of random on TikTok when, you know, when I'll get a vi- videos, just the amount of views and everything like that. Mm-hmm. The ones that seem to be really entertaining or even controversial mm-hmm. tend to get millions of views and it's just how they do. Uh, but the ones where I'm trying to maybe give a piece of advice or something I learned or whatever, don't mm-hmm. do as well. Um, and so I'm really wanting mm-hmm. to uh, it seems that TikTok is grabbed onto this entertainment mm-hmm. and that's how I've shifted, you know, shaped it. So I'm trying to shape it a little more education where I can hop on the camera and go, Hey, this is, this is something I learned today that was mm-hmm. helpful in my business and hopefully shape YouTube from the beginning in that way. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> I don't, I don't have so much, like I have to read this amount of scri- subscribers or followers, mm-hmm. but I do want to reach as much as I can and build this community um, cause that in one selfishly opens up more opportunities for me, but then hopefully I'm able to just reach more people too, in a positive way. All of my videos, I try to keep real positive when I'm talking about tenants, I'm just saying factual things and not trying to spread any hate out there. And so hopefully it becomes a real positive channel too. And I go, Oh yeah, he's a landlord that, that gets a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth that they say that. And Oh, why are you doing this to tenants or whatever? But hopefully it's just showing like uh, a more positive side that, I think customers are the lifeblood of my business Mm -hmm. and I think they're really important. And so, you know, and showing all of that, that's the goal. Well, uh, and I'd say mission accomplished. I've seen your videos, Frazier, and that's, uh, you do come across as a very, uh, just very humbly and it's very candid and very transparent and, and there's nothing salesy or, or showy about what you do. So, um, you know, uh, continue doing what you're doing. And, and even if uh, you don't get as many views on the educational, uh, pieces that you want at the end of the day people are going to continue to come back to you and that's just all it does is grow the base and so when you do have the entertaining ones um obviously that they, they blow up a little bit more but so keep practicing your dance moves but don't 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 stop uh <laughs> don't stop with the education and the edutainment 
Um, so let, let, let's talk about 2021. You know, we're, we're already, you know, past the first quarter, well into the second quarter. What are some of the goals on the investment side uh, that you have uh, for this coming year as you grow the portfolio? Um, yeah, today, this year is definitely a more of a growth year for us. Mm -hmm. We're starting, like I said, I'm currently looking at storage facilities to buy um, and exploring those, looking at multiple deals again. Um, in the past or the past months, you know, kind of just refocused on after we sold those properties, it was a huge refocus into creating our own in-house management structure. How, how do we do this? How do we want to, how do we create this management structure that makes this us be able to scale and grow where I'm not in the day to day, every single day. Mm -hmm. um, it's great for content. It's great to show like what I'm doing, but that's not my ultimate goal to be in the day to day managing, answering phone calls. But from that, I've been able to learn a ton, you know, over the past couple of years being involved in management. So mm -hmm. that's one goal is to, to have this stronger in-house management system that's taking me out and putting me up at the overseeing and growth and creative side up here and not so much in the trenches. And then also that'll allow us to buy more storage facilities this year. So I don't have a number on this is how many storage facilities I want to buy this year. Mm -hmm. um, but I will take a look at every single deal you throw my way. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's just go from there, see what makes sense. Uh, I meet different partners and things, some that have different, um, different money, different investing amount of money that also mm -hmm. plays into it too. Um, mm -hmm. some, sometimes we have established investors and they're like, Hey, we need to put our money somewhere. So sometimes it's finding a property that fits with the investor. And sometimes it's finding, um, investors that fit with the property that we found. That's good. Mm -hmm. well, and I'd say that that is uh, the right approach to take. At least that's the one that we have been taking and are taking this year as well. And it's just being opportunistic. Um, so and if something doesn't make sense, it doesn't mean that we can't monetize it. We can wholesale it off. Um, you know, we have, um, you know, hundreds of folks that are interested in getting into the business as well as our existing students and partners that are already in the business. So, you know, if we find a deal just because it doesn't meet our criteria, you know, we'll find a home for it and be able to monetize it as well. So just uh, being able to quickly move those through and underwrite them, I think is the name of the game in this market right now. I think uh, speed is the name of the game. You have to act fast. So, well, with that, um, Fraser, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, as we wrap up here, why don't you share with us uh, either something that you've heard or read recently that has uh, helped you in uh, your business and then some parting words of wisdom. That is, uh, <laughs> I, I usually have to think on something like that. Um, something that I would say is, and I, you know, I'm going to struggle on this one a little bit. Um, I listen to, to motivational speakers at different times, uh, people like Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, mm -hmm. and they're always focused on just, you know, focusing on the other people and not so much mm -hmm. focusing on how much money you can make, um, focusing on adding value. Mm -hmm. And that's my biggest thing is I'm trying, I try to think with, customers with my business is how can I add value? How can I add value on the content I'm putting out there and not trying to focus everything on me? I think everything, you know, comes back karma, whatever you want to call it, um, that we all benefit something else. That's a strong belief from mentors that's been passed on to me that I've taken on as my own belief is that there's plenty out there for everyone. Yeah. Um, if you're so focused, I, I used to be so focused on like, wow, I've got to be a part of this deal or I've got to be able to make money from this somehow. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. Uh, years ago. And as I've developed the um, attitude and not caring if I'm getting paid for something, but I'm learning something here, or there's plenty out here for anyone. So if this still doesn't make sense for me, but it can be a really good deal for somebody else, let's share it. And let's just be open and sharing. And there's plenty and I'll always have enough. And I, and I always have, 
and keeping that mindset. So that's the, the biggest thing I can say is that there's plenty for everyone. Um, we don't have to have and be a part of every single thing. And that especially goes for money and monetary monetization of things. Well, I would say, um, you know, things really change when people start thinking in the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. And um, I, I think you leave yourself open to finding ways to, to be able to help people. And sometimes the money comes and there's a benefit for you. And other times it's not, but it, it is, you're right, it's karma or whatever you want to call it uh, that does come back. And that's just, a, it's just the right way to do business. So with that, uh, yeah, Fraser, tell everybody how... I almost hesitate to ask this question because I need to just let them go out and find you. All I need to do is type in your name and you're out there. But uh, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you and how do they find you? Uh, so they can text me on my community number, 360-226-8123. That's a great way. Or DM me on Instagram or TikTok. And it's just my name, Fraser Robison, F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. R-O-B-I-S-O-N, no extra N in the middle. So don't mess that up. Um, and that, that goes for YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I try to have it my name the same throughout it. Uh, so feel free to hit me up. I'm happy just to have a conversation. If you want me to help you take a look at a deal, I'm happy to do that. I don't charge anything. I don't have classes. Uh, I'd say if you're also listening, Scott has a great platform, has been around, um, is really well known in the industry. Anybody you can talk to, uh, Scott, your name pops up as, as a, a no uh, the person that knows about self-storage education, I've seen some of your stuff and the way you help people get part of deals. You and I have talked about that before. Um, and so I think Scott is a great person to go to as well. If you're trying to educate or if you want to partner on a deal, Scott, I know you do all those sorts of things as well. So definitely hit him up. All right. Well, appreciate that as well, Fraser. Well, good to see you again, my friend. And uh, looking forward to you coming out to, uh, to Vegas in, uh, in July. Yes. The ISS show. Yep. Yep. All right, good. Uh, well, I have uh, my ticket booked. I will be speaking at that show as well. So looking forward to connecting with you and uh, as well as, well, hundreds of other folks that we haven't seen uh, after last year and uh, looking forward to getting back together again. So um, continue success, my friend, and looking forward to seeing you in Vegas in July. Take care. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Frazier. Hey gang, wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to subscribe to the Self Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram and don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit the follow and subscribe button on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us. Take care.